0: Welcome to the Journal of Inheritive Metabolic Disease Podcast. I'm James Nurse, a pediatrician and the journal's social media editor. Every fortnight we release new episodes when I'm joined by authors to discuss new and sometimes not so new papers from the journal so that they can share insights into their work and explain their findings. There are now over 50 programs highlighting over 70 papers, allowing you to catch up on articles you may have missed whilst you walk the dog or drive to work. Please take a look. But for now, keep listening for the latest episode on a novel approach to managing urea cycle disorders. Hello there. So our podcast, Why Everyone Needs to Know About Urea Cycle Disorders, was the most listened to episode of last year. And at the end of the episode, my guests talked about their hopes for the future, which included finding better ways to prevent hyperammonemic episodes. So it's a pleasure to revisit the topic and speak with Dr. Xiping Cheng about her paper, Glutaminase 2 Knockdown Reduces Hyperammonemia and Associated Lethality in a Urea Cycle Disorder Mouse Model, which discusses just such an intervention. Xiping, thank you for joining me.
1: You're welcome. It's my pleasure. So,
0: Xi-Ping, UCDs are difficult to treat with high levels of associated morbidity and mortality, and current approaches to management are based around protein restriction and nitrogen scavenging. The approach you've taken is is different. Could you explain what you're hoping to achieve?
1: Thanks, Dr. Nurse. Um, we all know your psycho disorders are caused by deficiencies in enzymes and transporters, which help clean up toxic byproducts ammonia from protein metabolism. The current treatment, you can clearly see it focused on reducing the intake, which is protein restriction, and increasing the excess, which is nitrogen scourging. These approaches indeed significantly improve the many patients' quality of life, However, as we all know, it can still be extremely difficult for patients to restrict their diet and take multiple doses of nitrogen, scavenging medicines on a daily basis. So approach we are taking here is focused on the middle step of protein metabolism. So it's after the intake before the exit. It blocks the production of the toxic byproduct resulting from the protein metabolism. Uh, it has the potential to work synergetically with the current management of the disease. And it might make the daily life much easier for the your cycle disorder patients resulting in less strict diet management and the lower doses of the medicines needed for the nitrogen scavenging.
0: And before we go into more detail on the approach, I have to say that the thing that struck me when I read your paper was why take that approach? There are already clinical trials looking at gene therapy, specifically targeting ornithine transcarbamylase, for example. Why take this slightly more circuitous approach to management?
1: So... I think the main distinction is that uh, gene therapy would present a single targeted treatment for each form of this disease. For example, if the disease is caused by OTC gene mutation, the gene therapy will target on the OTC genes. Well, the more generalized approach here we are talking about would present one treatment for all genetic forms of this disease, as you know the cycle disorders are actually a group of diseases resulting from inherited deficiencies in any of six enzymes of the cycle pathway or in either of the two transporters. So there are deficiencies in a total of eight different human genes that could result in cycle disorder. The current approach we are using It could treat all neuropsychoid disorders with one treatment, irrespective of their underlying genetic basis. Don't get me wrong, gene therapy is really powerful, and I believe it's the ultimate cure for the disease. But we need time to develop it and optimize uh, more for the targeted approaches. I hope the approach we're discussing here could provide a better option for patients until gene therapies can be developed and made available.
0: Although your approach is a form of gene therapy there, isn't it? Or am I misunderstanding?
1: Um, It's slightly different because for this one is to knock down certain genes. It could be approached, you know, by different ways it's not specifically considered to be part of the gene therapy. It depends what kind of approach we are going to eventually use.
0: All right. So I suppose you've told us why this is a good idea to, to do it this way. So we've had the why. Perhaps you could uh, explain the how. What did you actually do within the, the paper that we're discussing here?
1: So in the paper, uh, clearly, you know, it, it's different compared we treat a patient. Basically, we are using uh, animal model to mimic the human disease. We used uh, adeno-associated virus, uh, delivered a small hairpin RNA to knock down GRS2 gene expression in the liver. It might not be the best choice for patient, but served the purpose in the animal studies to illustrate the proof of the concept.
0: So effectively, you're treating a defect by creating a defect. Is that right?
1: Uh, th- that's right. So your cycle... Gene mutation is downstream of the protein metabolism. So our idea is to block protein metabolism so that could reduce the toxic byproduct production from protein metabolism that will help to uh, release the syndrome caused by your cycle disorder.
0: Are there any patients who've got a naturally occurring glutaminase 2 deficiency?
1: As far as I know, um, there are some people, they do carry GRS2 uh, potential loss of function mutations, but I'm not sure whether there are any uh, publication on that.
0: Okay. Well, that's perhaps something for me to look up afterwards. Did you find that this approach was effective within your mouse model?
1: Yes, exactly. Um, so in our animal model, um, it showed the protection of the animal uh, survival, and it decreased the, the toxic byproduct production from the protein quantification also.
0: So it looks like there could be a role for GLS2 knockdown in the management of urea cycle disorders, possibly. How would you... Take this forward from here.
1: Um, yes, we think so. Uh, in theory, certain levels of the GRS2 knockdown could also be achieved by any of the approaches, which could decrease the GRS2 protein expression. Uh, for example, it could potentially be achieved by using small interfere RNA or using the CRISPR to knock down GRS2 gene expression in the liver.
0: These are obviously really devastating illnesses and the, the management is incredibly complex so it's good to hear that there are other avenues being explored and and potentially more options available for patients and their families in future. And if you do do more work with it, I would love to hear from you again.
1: <laughs> Sounds perfect.
0: If you would like to read Sheeping's paper then please click on the link in the podcast description or go to our journal webpages and search for glutaminase 2 knockdown and if you'd like to hear more from us please search for jmd podcast wherever you like to listen Uh, shiping thank you again for your time
1: you're very welcome
0: and thank you for listening until next time goodbye